this is the Marketing Muscle Up Show, hosted by Richard Tutunji, where he gives you a peek behind the scenes into the conversations and strategies that can help you grow your fitness business and live the life you've always dreamed of. Hey, welcome back to the Marketing Muscle Up Podcast Show. It's Richard Tutunji, and so good to have you here. If you're new to this show, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you listen to this a few times, so good to have you back here. Well, um, today we're talking about you want to sell your business? So what do you do now? Well, funny story. Um, I actually purchased a studio for those. And this is a bit of a backstory. If you've been listening and you don't know sort of my backstory, I'll just give you a quick rundown of part of that. I um, was a mobile personal trainer. I, I left school in year 10. I was eager to get into the industry. I knew what I wanted to do. And um, nobody really offered me a job except one lady. And uh, it was mobile personal training. And I think it was about at the age of maybe 17. Um, 17, I think I, I got that job, which was, I was just so happy, you know, that I got that. And um, so, you know, long story short, um, I worked in her for about a year and then an opportunity came up to, um, you know, buy a studio, a fitness studio in Neutral Bay. And uh, I wasn't even 18 at the time, maybe just shy of my 18th birthday. So I didn't, you know, have any money that I could find. I didn't have any much, you know, in my piggy bank or anything like that. So, um, you know, I, I thought this was going to be a great opportunity with my boss. And so I asked uh, my parents uh, if they had any money and they said, no, they don't, but um, we may have a little equity in our house and we could, you know, extend our mortgage on that. And I didn't really understand at the time what that meant. I, I just knew that I was going to get um, a little bit of, you know, some money at the time. And when I say a little bit, it was actually quite a lot. It was $50,000 that I needed to come up with and $50,000 to my, my boss partner needed to come up with. And um, I wasn't scared, but but I certainly um, probably more naive than anything else when buying a business. And today's episode, we're talking about selling a business. And so I ran that business for about just under two years, I would say. And about a year and a year into it, I was um, kind of got the concept of running a business and it was like, great, but I wanted to just move on. And, and you know, at the time I wanted to work on cruise ships and get more um, experience um, training. I felt like I was managing and, um, you know, running the business, which was like, it was great. I just wanted to keep getting more experience. And so I, I managed to sell this current business. I actually managed to buy my business partner out my boss at the time. And then I managed to actually sell the business on sell the business. And, um, you know, for those who, who were thinking, did I pay my parents back? Yes, I paid my parents back. I actually paid them up every single week with interest. Um, you know, so because their bank charged them interest at the time, it was high interest at the times back in those days. And I did that. And when I sold the business, I, I eventually paid them, paid all the loan back out and um, had some profit as well which is great. I think I bought a car and um, I took a trip overseas and um, it was a good way to have a really good experience about running a business. But if I was honest, I had no idea really how to run the business. I had no idea about um, what I should be doing on social media. And, and this is 2001. And so the, the topic is, is about how to sell your business. And so when I wanted to sell my business, I just made a decision. I said, I want to sell this business. And I've sold, um, this is three... I've sold three fitness businesses and I can take you through the journey of that. Um, but, but when you want to sell the business, there's a few things you need to go through. And 
the most important thing you ever you'll be asked the number one thing you'll always be asked is what's your numbers so your P&Ls your profit and loss statement um, your balance sheet and um, you know they'll also ask you know the other important question is how do you generate leads into the business and um, who's running the business so i.e if you're if you're you know if you're running the business well you're running the business and so there's a few things I want to kind of cover on. So I've got six points that I want to take you through of what you really need to know. If you're thinking about, um, if you're really thinking about, okay, what do I do now with my business? I, I just want to sell it. Well, just got to do these six things before you can actually put on the market, I believe. And so number one is you want to sell a business um, that's more than you. So I had, I've had three businesses I said. My other business was uh, called Lifestyles Corporate Wellness. I built up and then I sold. And, and the first business was called Personal Best. And that was already established the name and I took over the name. Now, the way that business grew and already had a team, the way the business grew is we had a team. We had a brand. Um, yes, I was the owner at the time. However, it wasn't based on me. And thank goodness it wasn't based on me because I don't think I'd be able to sell that at the price that I did. And I say that because if we want to sell a business, it needs to be more than ourselves, and it actually needs to be a brand. And you may be sitting here going, Richard, I don't have a brand or I have a brand. I don't really use it much. I use my own name more. If that's the case, when you do want to sell a business, you will definitely need to use a brand name more than your own name. That's really important. And the reason being is because if you're using your own name and everybody's not even your own name, I should take that back. If you're the business is about you and you're a personal trainer and you're doing 80% of the actual output, the work, that means that um, you're the linchpin, right? You're the one person that the business revolves on. And so when I purchased my business, uh, the first thing I said is, Hey, how many hours do you do? Because if that person, the owner goes, we all know what's going to happen. The client's going to go. And so there's a massive risk there. So if you are going to sell your business, you need to start preparing that and start to ensure that you're using your brand name and you are not the linchpin of your business. That's point number two is the linchpin of your business. So you need to remove yourself as the linchpin of your business. And that may take some time, hiring the trainer, getting your clients across. So if you're looking at selling your business in the next 24 months, 12 months, six months, whatever it's going to be, you must remove yourself as less as possible in the business as in training. So you might want to remove yourself down to 20% or 10% of uh, personal training hours, if that's the case, and let other trainers uh, run it. Now, you may not make as much, you personally, but the risk is that if you do leave, what happens with the clients? Now, you might say, oh, I'm on a good income. I'm paying myself 80,000, 100,000, 120,000, 150,000. You can just take over that. That's not the case. Um, it won't value and hold up as much because there's huge risk in that for somebody who's going to put their hard-earned money or loan money into that. So number one, sell a business with a brand name, a, a business name, a company name, not your own name. Number two, you will need to remove yourself from the business as in the training side of things. So that is the big risk for people wanting to come into invest. Now, if you've got a um, you know business that all revolves around you, right? 80% of it, at least, rolls around you or train the clients. Obviously, what you're looking for is looking for somebody who's similar that could take over. 
So it might be somebody, um, you know, one of your trainers, one of your staff, um, a client that knows the business, that knows the team and you're, you know, legitimately going to retire, legitimately not going to train anybody anymore, zero. And so there's less risk in that. Um, but of course, you're sort of selling a job versus a business, okay? So you're selling a, uh, won't be a, a three times cover, might be a one times cover because they're like literally, they've got the business that take over and you're signing a release to say you would not be trading anybody even if they come to you. So there's something there if you are a smaller operator and you just are going to sell the clients. Uh, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, however, it still will always work better this way when you're not in the business, uh, not training, you know, in the hands in there. Um, listen, next point is systems and a website. Uh, when I say website, I mean brand, I mean logos. If you don't yet have that and you've been running on your own name, my advice would be go and get yourself a brand uh, and business name. Go and get um, Facebook, Instagram, start working your social medias um, without you being on it. So people can start to see there's a brand equity there. And that's opportunities for when someone's taking over. Imagine someone comes over and they go, oh my gosh, social media, it's uh, not that good. I could do a better job on oh, the website. Oh, I want to change this, this, this. Remember a website can help sell a business. When I had a business called Lifestyles Crop Wellness, um, it was a business that didn't, it had an office, but it didn't have location-based. It was a corporate wellness company. We worked all around the world, Australia. I said the world, yes, we did do some international stuff. Um, and so we worked, you know, we, we worked in corporations. So we worked in different places. So having a website was the, the holding point. If I had a retail store and I spent all the money on signage, I spent all the money on the website to make sure the website uh, was the bee's knees at that time. So when you are doing some mobile stuff, anything like that, um, or it's an online business, just ensure that your website's up to date. And you might not have had a website in the past. You might have, I didn't use it. I used landing pages, but it is really important to make sure that you do have um, a website so people could actually see the history, the case studies, the about us, the testimonials, all those kind of things that you might have and you don't think they're important because you're driving the business. But when someone takes over the business, they're really important, really, really important. So that's something to think about. Um, other trainers. So if you don't already have other trainers, you've got one trainer and they're doing most of the work, I would definitely get another trainer on, part-time trainer to help you to... Um, to, to take that, um, you know, that, again, that linchpin model from one trainer to somebody else. So when I sold uh, one of my businesses there, one of our trainers was doing most of the work. And so even though she didn't own the business, she was still a linchpin in the business. I mean, that if she left, what would happen to the clients? So you want to start to split your business up into multiple, um, multiple clients to ensure that, um, sorry, multiple clients with multiple trainers to ensure that you can have um, less risk um, going across. And you want to start in your social media and your marketing, you want to start to market your clients, not yourself. So if you've been in socials a lot and you're uh, a big part of that, you want to start to put your trainers, you want to put, start to put your clients in your socials and remove you away again. Once you do all that, right? I'll just repeat that. Um, business name, you need one. If you don't have one, get one get a website, get systems, uh, remove yourself or the trainer from the linchpin of your business. Um, decrease your sessions if you're doing a lot of the sessions or that trainer's doing a lot of sessions. So distribute the sessions equally so there's less risk. And then in social media and the marketing, start to market the business 
uh, without you market it with your clients and community and so forth, because that's going to be more equal. And then after that, you're ready to uh, get a business broker or to do it independently or to start to get out there to people that you may know and start to have those conversations. I wouldn't have those conversations until those activities are all done uh, at that point. Hope that's helped team. Um, as I said, I've done this three times now. I've uh, started and sold, started and sold twice and I've um, bought and then sold a business. And every opportunity, every way, there's, it's, it's not a, a perfect scenario, but I honestly believe that when somebody's buying a business, they are looking for opportunities. They're looking for something you haven't done right. They're looking for something that they they want to improve on. And if you don't have that, if you don't have a starting point to that, they're just going to look over and go, no, I'll go someone else. Um, you know, just finally, there's, I always track the business for sales everywhere, uh, just online, just all businesses. I just love to see what the market's doing. And when I go to the health and fitness businesses, I always predominantly see all the brand names. Uh, there's a very few independents there. And that sort of tells me a few things. Number one, one, it tells me that, um, you know, people are going into these um, franchises um, with a, with an outcome, wanting to buy, make profit, and then sell. And the independents, um, well, there's just not enough selling. So that just tells me that maybe they're not selling it. They're just sort of getting rid of their business. Um, just letting it run down or they're not selling because they don't have brand or they're not that comp they're not confident to sell their business and what it's what it's what it's got at the moment i just think that what we're doing as trainers and health and fitness professionals and so forth we're saving lives and we're changing lives what we are doing is we're putting a lot of our energy and time in and um, a lot of time in small businesses you don't pay yourself super you don't look after yourself uh, wage-wise in the early stages there. And so I think by selling your business, it's going to be the greatest asset that you have to ensure that you get paid for the years that you put into the game. You get paid for the years that you did, uh, you know, get up early, stay up late, do the sessions, give everything to your clients. There's nothing, I just think there's nothing better than having a payday at the end of that. Um, and that's a congratulations for your hard-earned success. Team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have liked this, you know someone who wants to sell their business, just share it through with them. Um, and if you do want to have a chat about how you can take your business to the next stage, uh, you may want to grow in the next 12 to 24 months, uh, definitely reach out to us. Go to commarketing.com.au, commarketing.com.au, and you can book in a marketing muscle up. And uh, that's going to show you what you're missing out in, um, in what you'll need to do to grow, uh, to sell to grow and then sell your business. Team, I'll catch you next time in the Marketing Muscle Up podcast show. Bye for now.